Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. something about that beat that i just absolutely love <laughs> yeah yeah welcome to the mansplaining show with jake and dave i'm dave i'm jake hey guys this is a show where uh, old guys try to give advice to the 22 year old versions of themselves which i wouldn't listen to either if i was 22 but hey we're gonna do it anyways yeah live your life yeah it's been a while <laughs> since we did the show but i am at my cousin's house way out in arizona so jake we're actually doing this in person instead of over uh fucking zoom yeah which i'm really excited about i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Finally, yeah, fucking Zoom. I'm I, I miss doing shit in person. So uh, I was thinking about asking Jim to be on there, but they're going to to Bookman's, which is uh, by the way, if you're not familiar with Arizona, Bookman's is like a used bookstore, but it also has a bunch of CDs and video games. So it's like nerd heaven. Yeah. Uh, also for board games and stuff. And um, I didn't realize, like, I knew my cousin ran a gaming convention or a board game gaming convention i had no idea how many fucking games he has yeah, you know he's got like a library of games yeah like i'm saying like, and that's and that's an understatement yeah oh yeah. dude he's still okay in these drawers there's still even more <laughs> uh he showed me because uh, he has a couple of arcade cabinets that he bought and uh, he wants to turn the uh um his garage into an arcade I mean, that's rad. And then there's still even more games in there. And I'm like, Jesus, man. I'm yeah. Like, when do you have time for that? But it's really cool. We actually played a game uh, a couple nights ago. Um, yeah. I forgot what it was, but it was fun. It was kind of like Sherlock Holmes versus Godzilla. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it was like a see who's the most mightier. Yeah. Like, because like one, well, you were Sherlock Holmes. I was T Rex from, yeah. from oh Jurassic from Jurassic Park. Park yeah. And, but I lost to his character, who I can't remember that one. Little Red Riding Hood. I lost to Little Red Riding Hood, man. That shit, that shit pissed me off. But it was like, <laughs> but it was like when I was playing Dave. Dave had fucking he had Sherlock Holmes, so I you played these cards, right? The attack, attack points, mm. stuff like that. I would play these five point attack cards, which was like the max, like well, some of the max points you can fucking throw at somebody. Yeah. And then you read his card and be like, whatever his card said, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. That's what every card you throw it, I'd be like, yeah, I got him. Bang. And then it would be like, nope. His his, his card would be like. Nah, fuck you, and also take two damage. Like, yeah. I didn't... What the fuck, man? He pulls out a card that says, because feminism, uh, yeah. your attack doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and take two damage. You're like, what? And then you attack me, and you shot me with a fucking pistol, and it took, like, seven points off of You're me. You're like, what? I'm oh, like, yeah. what well, the... You are a T-Rex, so... But yeah, it was it was an interesting game. It's kind of fun. Uh, then the next morning, uh, Jim and I played uh, Star Wars Risk. Ooh, okay. Which was interesting because it's not the same as like normal risk where you eventually start hating the other person. Oh, yeah. Um, Because there's like three different ways to play it. There's like the actual tactical thing, like trying to destroy the Death Star. But before you do that, you have to play this other game in order to get the shield down. But if you don't want to do any of that, you can play other cards so that way you're fighting like Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader and whoever yeah. wins that gets all this other it's like there was there was many multiple ways to play it I'm like oh that's cool huh. and it wasn't the type of game where once you start losing there's no way that you're going to recover yeah 
Because that was one of the things that I hated about risk is that like once somebody got an advantage, that's it. You're just basically just waiting to freaking uh, lose your last guy and be like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. So it's like with risk, you know that you're losing a good hour and a half before you actually lose. I, I played risk with my roommate and uh, some girl that he was, I think, seeing at the time. I can't mm. remember. But Did they break up right afterwards? I, I think so. <laughs> well, I won. I killed everybody. Right. But I really, really just brought the hammer down on her. <laughs> I took out everything from her. And because he was kind of afraid to like, because like, oh, it's a girl I like. I don't want to. I don't want to attack her. Where I'm like, I have no feelings about this, so I'm going to kill everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I got in an argument with my first wife playing Risk. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, because I was playing Risk with her dad, and apparently in their family, they are very competitive when it comes to board games. Uh Oh, like super competitive. And if you don't try your best, or if you let somebody win, they're gonna fr- they get really pissed off at you. It's kind of like this was a family thing. Yeah. And so I'm playing. I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna be aggressive and stuff. And I got to the point where Jen was doing better than both me and her dad. So I'm like, all right, we got to gang up on her in order to freaking get her out, which is what we did. And yeah. she got super pissed about it. And I was like. Is she going to be okay? And he's like, uh, nah, she'll be fine. She wasn't fine. She was really pissed about it for like a while. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play with you guys if this yeah. is what it's going to be. Like, if you're going to be sore losers, they yeah. weren't sore winners, but they were definitely sore losers. It, and I was it, like, it, she was such a sore loser about it. <laughs> that I cheated on her and then ended no, the marriage. It was actually, it was in the uh, divorce papers. Yeah. When, when she wrote down <laughs> reasons why. Like, well, you cheated on me. Oh, yeah. And he's an asshole at risk. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. You turned, to, you turned my whole family against me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hold on. I'm not done. In risk. Yeah. <laughs> The judge is like, oh, oh, okay. So this is what we're dealing with, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, great. <laughs> so, okay, so one of the things I wanted to talk about a little bit is that, uh, so it's about smoking and myself, right? Yeah. So, like, I have been a smoker ever since I was 19. Same. Um, I had stopped smoking for about six months because I couldn't smoke. Because, one, I could barely even hold up a cigarette. And, oh, I had freaking neck surgery. Oh, yeah. And then I got diagnosed with fucking stage four colon cancer. Yeah. So, because of the chemo and the radiation, all the other stuff, tumors shrunk, freaking spots shrunk on the liver and everything. Things are going well. And when I started feeling better, I started buying these primetime individual cigarettes Uh or little cigars and stuff that I was smoking when I was doing door dashing. Never at home or whatever. And then uh, my wife, uh, I was kissing my wife because I finally could again. And then she looks at me. He's like, have you been smoking? And I'm never going to lie to my wife. Yeah. And I said, yes. And the look of disappointment on her face was so fucking like hurtful. Yeah. Or because it's what I had done and stuff. I'm like, I can't be smoking. So uh, I get out here. And once one of the first things that I do with my buddy, Jake. Yeah. Hey, let me bum a smoke at stuff. And you were nice enough to do it. But I was really thinking about it. Because even like my cousin's like, dude, you fucking dodged a bullet. Why are you putting yourself in front of a gun again? I'm like, "Mm." yeah. So I did some writing this morning. And I was trying to think about it because it's a lot of it. I'm not trying to blame shit on my parents, but like they were always, that was one of the ways that like they would deal with stress and stuff. And so I kind of learned, oh, that's one of the ways that I deal with stress. I'm like, well, it doesn't really de-stress me. But my dad was, you know, a smoker. And it's one of those things where I'm like, why am I trying to be like my dad at this? Like he wouldn't want me to be smoking. Yeah. He would tell me, like, what the fuck are you doing, Dave? You know, like, God damn it, he just fucking got over this one shit. You're trying to get right back. Like, what everybody else is telling me. Yeah. And so it's like, man, you know, the one of the things that I felt guilty about, I was thinking about this morning, is that you were trying to be nice to me, right? Yeah. 
but I made you an accomplice in something that was very hurtful to, uh, that could really do me fucking some ill shit later yeah. on. Yeah. Plus when someone always asked me for a cigarette, even when they're like, cause I've had people that I've known tried to just trying to quit in general. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm just that guy. He's like, Oh, can I get one? And I, if I got it, I got it. And yeah. I feel, and I, yeah. And you're right. I mean, I probably should have told you no, but, but no, no, it's not up yeah, to you. Yeah, it's yeah. up to me. But the oh, thing yeah. is, this stuff is kind of like, wait a second, man. I'm like, why am I doing this again? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I've got it out of my system for the most part. So I'm not chemically addicted anymore. So this is definitely all a mental thing. Oh yeah. You know? And so I'm like, God damn it, man. And I'm also letting a lot of people down that were fucking rooting for me to fight cancer and stuff. And then like, why is he doing this again? Fuck this guy well how much money did we donate to him you know what i mean yeah so there was a lot of people that helped out and this is just something that you know because also you know jenny was like how many people helped you out when we really needed it and you're doing this stuff that's just this is that's kind of shitty yeah and i'm like you're right yeah you're right it is yeah man now i'm feeling really bad about myself you know what make me feel better because uh, that's one of the things it's tricky with like any type of addiction is that when you like there is a part where like, hey, you need to realize what it is you're doing and you're like, yeah. And then you start feeling like shit, which was one of the triggers of why you did the fucking addictive process in the first yep. place. So it's kind of like this weird balance where it's kind of like you did this, but this is the reason why you did it. And this is the reason why you shouldn't do it. And you're like, uh, it's, it's fucking it's tricky. So, yeah. I'm like, all right, today's going to be kind of tough. Not that I'm asking you to change anything what you do in your life, but it's kind of like, I'm not going to make Jake an accomplice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I wanted to say, I want to apologize that I... Put me in that position? Yes. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I, hey, I, I, I accept your apology. Uh, and uh, But also, yeah, I mean, at the same time, like, I probably would have done it again. <laughs> you know, like, like I said, it's, it's just, a, I don't know, I just find it, like, it's kind of like a politeness thing with me. Right. It's the Midwesternness in me, which is hilarious to say, because no one would assume I have any Midwesternness in me. Yeah. But I do, and yep. it's from my mom's side, because she's from Ohio. <laughs> But like, yeah. I give cigarettes to people because of my mom's. So yeah, I, yeah. You know, so, yeah. So, so, so in in all honesty, we should really be blaming my mother. My yeah. mother's she's, she's the reason why I'm still send your letters to Rita Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That was just one of those things that I was also like. I, I woke up really early this morning, and oh, it was this weird, funny thing. This is kind of off the subject and stuff. So I'm taking a shower this morning, right? Yeah. And then like uh, right before I'm about to put conditioner or use conditioner and what little hair that I have on, uh, the fucking water turns off. And I'm like, whoa. And so I wake up and I'm like, all right. So I come out here, like after I get dressed and stuff, and uh, Crystal's awake, uh, Jim's wife, and she's like, yeah, the water's off, but we paid the bill. I don't understand why. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, wait a second. This thing has like, it's not a timer. It's like, it kind of measures your water their water usage uh-huh. so if there's like a bunch of water that's being used at a time that's normally not being used they think it's a water leak and it shuts the water off oh huh. so yeah. the weird thing was is that because nobody freaking showers in the morning because the teenagers they shower when they get home you know yeah. because they're just rushing out of here in the morning yeah so the house is like who the fuck is there? Why is this water being used at six thirty in the morning? That doesn't f- compute. Oh fuck! It must be a water leak, and it just shut everything off. Oh fuck! So I was like, I'm sorry, I got your water shut off. They're like, Nah, nah, that would have happened to anybody who took a shower this time in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> like, 
that's interesting. That's a freaking that's a useful thing, but it was just like it's weird. I'm like, you guys don't fucking shower in the morning. Like, no, we do it in the afternoon. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, fair enough. Yeah, that's what I do too. I mean, I just I I because I get up so early in the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck, and, and uh, getting, like the last thing you want to do is just like when you get up at three a.m. is to fucking like you know what I'm saying. You just want to like, like like you just want to wake up, drink some coffee, and fucking just go about your day. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is jump in a shower. So I do when I get home. <laughs> and uh but uh yeah no i i yeah it's i'm i used to be a morning shower person but then like what happens is is like i'll take i'll I'll do that and then like one morning i'll wake up too late won't have time fuck it you grab some clothes just go yeah then the very next day will happen again and then and then you realize like four days later you're like i haven't taken a shower in three fucking days <laughs> I, I must reek and then like you take you know you take your stuff that's why i said fuck it i'll just take it at night yeah so that's what i was just doing i take showers at night Cause it's it's better. It's like you don't you, want to get to the point where you're making your own gravy inside of the bathtub. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Or like if you, I had a fan one time in my room that was pointed right at me. I have a ceiling fan. I have like this yeah. box fan too. The box fan's pointing right at me one time, and I'm. And it was like middle of summertime here. Yeah. It's like 115 degrees outside, and it's one of those days where I just I was doing morning showers, and I just haven't taken a shower in a few days. Yeah. I haven't been doing anything either. But by the way, it's not yeah. like I've been doing active shit. I've just been sitting in my chair playing Xbox and shit. Yeah. I lay in my bed. And I'm about to, I think I was about to take a shower, but I was like, I was just tired. I was laying on my fucking bed. Fan hits me just the right way, dude. And I could smell myself. And I was like, holy shit, this is bad. Like, wow. You like get up and run to the shower before you're like, what? I got to do this before anybody else smells me. Dude, I did that. And before I got in the shower, I took my bedding off and washed it. Because I was like, if if I smell this fucking bad, then my sheets must smell. They have to. Sometimes you go nose deaf, man. That shit happens. No, especially if you smoke. That's another thing. Yeah. That's, that's why you shouldn't. That's why smoking sucks. I mean, the kids, like people nowadays, though, they don't really like smoking cigarettes is like passe as fuck. Yeah. It's like it's like owning a record player. You know mm. what I mean? Like you don't you don't need to, but like it's like a nostalgia thing. Right. But like you're not going to just have that. Mm. You're doing that because it's like like a niche thing. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's mostly like vaping and shit mm. i see a lot of kids vaping yeah because the, vaping doesn't make your clothes smell like shit that is true it doesn't make you smell like shit the thing is is the reason why okay so i am more addicting to this addicted to the smell of also tobacco as yeah. well because it just reminds me of a lot of other things and stuff and it's it's uh so but lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details vaping on the other hand like at one point like while i was i'm like i should stop smoking these fucking prime times so much yeah uh, you know what? I still got a jewel. Let me go. I'll get a thing of a, of a, of that. And so it's weird with jewels. I can make them last initially. I could stretch them out like a two pack for probably about three to four days. Yep. Right. But then that eventually turns into only two days. Yep. And then it turns into a day and a half because, yep. uh, jewels, you just, I keep with me all the time. It was yep. never out of my hand. And so it's kind of like, that it's the equivalent of chain smoking. The yeah. thing is, is like with chain smoking, you can only do it unless your your body's used to it. You can only do it for so long before you're like, <clears throat> you 
you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I can't even breathe normally because my lungs are so full of tar. You know what I mean? But with the jewel, with the vape and stuff, you can keep that shit going for a lot longer than cigarettes. And uh, as a result, man, yeah, it was freaking bad. And I'm like, I can't do this. But the thing is, quitting freaking vaping was way easier than quitting smoking for me for some reason. Oh, yeah, no, I noticed that too. Um, that's one, because I... I I, I I was vaping for the long. Remember that when I was vaping? Yeah, I feel like I bet saw it's like six months or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll put it to you this way: vaping was way better than cigarettes. I'm not saying they both suck, but I mean, as far as like what's worse, vaping's way way easily not the worst. Right? Cigarettes are worse, but the but I my breathing got better oddly mm. enough. But I knew it wasn't 100 percent because this shit can't be good for you either. Yeah, no, it's not. And also, uh, my nicotine intake was through the fucking roof. Right. Because, like, dude, I had two jewel pods. I had two jewel sticks. Yeah. And what I would do is I would plug one in, mm-hmm. take the one I wasn't using, and charge it. Yeah, I think I gave you one of mine because I'm like, here, have this. Yeah, <laughs> and I would rip on the one I had already fully charged. And once that died, I'd f- swap it and vice and just keep yeah. on doing that. And I'm going through, like, four packs in, like, two days. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? And this is back when, like, you can have, like, this is when they had the flavors before Jewel bitched oh, out. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. Before Jewel bitched out to the fucking government. If I'm Jewel in that point, man, I would have told them to go fuck themselves. Dude, I think Jewel was the one who was getting fucked with the most on that, though. Oh, yeah. Like, specifically, like, because, like, uh, I didn't hear about the ones, like, uh, the Camel's version of vaping that they had. Oh, yeah, I can't remember the name of it now. Um, what the fuck's the name of it? But it's, uh, yeah, like, but, yeah. big, huge freaking pods that they gave. It was basically, like, two Jewel pods in, the, in one thing. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, they had it so that way they're... Vapes had way more fucking smoke or whatever that would that you would like, you would get like you got a stronger hit. Yeah, from that, which is probably why you I fucking tore down one of those in a day. Yeah, and it's kind of like oh, also like Jewel, like you'd have to take the pot out and put, click it back in to get a, like a really good hit for that first one. Yeah, it was the same thing with these ones, but it was a magnetic thing, so it yeah. was just easier. But yeah, my that the nicotine intake was just so much fucking higher. So like the only way that I can get off of this vape is by smoking cigarettes again. That's what I, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you're trying to quit one and you go to the other and you just keep bouncing back and forth or I'm like I got to stop doing this heroin. I'm going to start doing meth. Yeah, yeah. And then you get this meth and I'm like I am too fucking amped up. I got to mellow out. I got to start I have to start doing like heroin again <laughs> to quit this meth. And you just keep going back and forth yeah, and back ping, and forth. It's a ping pong thing back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth, back no, nah, I mean, it's just that nicotine's a motherfucker. Like, smoking's a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like, you have your stuff going on, and mm-hmm. it's not really lung-related, but it's stomach and But stuff. it could be related it could eventually, be. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you don't want to dance with that devil. Yeah. The problem with me is that I've been smoking for so long and for and for so much, and it's kind of like almost a weird identity of me mm-hmm. that <clears throat> something I'm afraid to quit. Or well, I know who, that. What am I going to do with it when I'm not smoking? If well, I'm it's not, also like the free time that I have, because mm-hmm. there's so much time... There's so much time that you use smoking mm-hmm. that when you don't smoke, you're like, okay, now what? Because smoking is always my out. Yeah. This conversation's boring. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. Right. I don't like the fucking show that's being on right now. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. Mm. Uh, you know, something like that. Like, it, it, it's basically, it, it, it's my abort button mm. for any, like, social This is where you pull the shoot, pull the, like, yeah. pull the ripcord. You're like, all right, I'll be right back. But there's also times when I'm like, I am enjoying myself, but the monster's like, feed me, you know? Mm. So like you'll leave a good like a like a good hang, yeah. and then go outside and smoke. Especially if nobody smokes, and then you leave and go smoke. Yeah, the people people don't like that shit. Yeah, 
And it's also one of those things, too, where it's like it makes you smell. But the funny thing about smokers is that we don't know. Yeah. We really don't know. So everyone's like, you should do reek of cigarettes. I'm like, I do? I have no idea. Yeah. Like, I quit one time for three months in my early 20s when I was uh, married to my now or now ex-wife. But I was, right. I was with her. And I remember I had some shirts in my closet because I smoked. I quit smoking for like two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to uh, pharmaceuticals, which I will never, never do that again. Really? Well, because it was like that mood shit. It was oh. like uh, Wellbutrin I was on. I knew so that worked yeah. for some people really, really well, and they were really it, happy that they did it. But then, like, I don't know, maybe I, I don't know if I should look into that or not, or how uh, that affected. I was like, it's you're kind of messing with your brain chemistry, that's and that's thing, something yeah. that I don't want to do. You, like, it, it, whenever you smoked a cigarette, it was like somebody was stabbing you in the stomach. That's what it felt like. The pain was intense. So that's oh, what, wow. that was like the that was the thing that got you to not do it. Mm. Right was like every time you smoke a cigarette, your fucking stomach is like in a super knot. But um, I remember going through my closet and I had a shirt in there that I don't really wear that much mm. that I hadn't washed in a while. <laughs> well, it was clean, but it just yeah. worn it. And I smelled it, and I was like, "And it's a clean shirt, and it smelled like cigarettes." And yeah. I was like, "Really?" <laughs> and my my ex, well, the then wife at the time, was like, "Yeah, like you smell like that all the time." I'm like, "All the time?" Right. I didn't know that. You know, I just, you just, because your nose is just off. Right. And then once you quit smoking, you start smelling stuff and you're like, God, fuck, why should you go back to smoking again? Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, man. This shit's <laughs> awesome. It's great. Well, that's a drug, man. You know, that's yeah. the thing is, is, is like, it, it's really weird when somebody who's like, I don't understand why you can't quit. And you oh. would think life or death would be enough of a reason for oh, me. Oh, it's not. But, but, yeah. but it's not. It was kind of like, well, what kind of life am I going to have if I don't? I'm like, come on, man. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's my my cynical view of it. And this one was kind of like, it, it hurts to talk about. But um, like when Jenny's like, I don't understand why you would keep doing this. My wife. Yeah. and My wife. Yeah. And I would ask, you know, and go like, honestly, and I said this to myself, I never said this to her, thankfully. Yeah. But I told her like, what I told myself was, is like, if you don't smoke, does that mean you don't have cancer anymore? And I was like, no, I still have this no matter what. Yeah. And then I'm like, so what the fuck? You yeah. know what I mean? But the thing is like, if I had, like they said, listen, Dave, you're probably not going to make it through the year. Well then, yeah. That's a different story as opposed to where I'm at right now where I'm like, no, you could have five to 15 years left and so it's like yeah. what am i like well i'll tell you what well if i keep smoking now i'm only taking off the last year out of that 15 i'm like no you fucking moron that's not how this works yeah and you start playing this game where it's like you start rationalizing this stuff uh just because that's what my brain was used to for the longest time and it was the same thing that was at what i was writing about this morning just personal stuff i'm never going to post this but like uh what like there's two things I wasn't able to do while I was in the hospital. I wasn't able to smoke and I wasn't to be, I wasn't able to be an emotional eater. Yeah. So like I've lost for folks who are just listening to this. If you haven't seen a picture, dude, I've lost over a hundred pounds and I look different, like different than what I did a year ago. I've seen, I was looking at some of my pictures, you know, the Facebook was like, here, look how fat you used to be. Like, <laughs> or what they would say is, Hey, here's your anniversary of this picture from three years ago. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, Looking at the mirror, looking at the picture, looking at the mirror, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. Because I would say that uh, I definitely have body dysmorphia where I can't, I for the longest time I couldn't see when I was gaining weight or when I didn't just because I really didn't want to look at it. Because every time I looked at like how fat I was, then I heard my mom being like, oh, God, they're so fat, you need to stop eating and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, you're one of the reasons why I'm an emotional eater. Ah, shut the fuck up. You know, but... <laughs> um, 
but you know, not to put the blame on other folks, but it's just kind of like there's certain shit, like certain shit works for other people to dissuade them and to motivate them, you know, but then that really didn't motivate me when I was in high school, when I was a teenager, all that did was make me angry. I'm like, if you don't like the way that I fucking look, guess what? I'm going to get even fatter because I really don't give a shit. Like uh, that's how you get back at somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And, um, but yeah, that was one of those things where I'm like, you know what? Just because now my sense of taste is starting to come back. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to want to start fucking going to fast food again. Remember what happened. That's how you kind of got in this situation in the first place. Yeah. You know, because addictions usually work in pairs. So for me, I mean, was eating and smoking. Yep. But I mean, you need to eat. But at the same time, it's kind of like, hey, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't go to Jack in the Box at two in the morning. And get like fifteen thousand uh, calories worth of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like is it's well, you were talking about it. We're like those fucking jalapeno poppers. Yeah, those that shit'll get you. And you're like, how much is it? You know, like, but it's fucking so easy. And so yeah. you know, like uh, the sourdough jack is amazing. You know what fucking really got me was the munchie meal, the late night munchie meal, which was you can get a breakfast burger. Which was a hamburger with hash browns and like fucking an egg on it or some shit. Yeah, an yeah. egg and then like cheese and stuff that was on it. <laughs> plus fr- curly fries, plus two tacos, plus a drink, and that was all for like five ninety nine. I'm like, oh, man, that's more of a trap than it is a fucking hat. That's like a, yeah. it was like a, a single dude's happy meal. Which that's where I got the idea where uh, I had that one bit where it's like Carl's Jr. is trying to fucking like they're not I'm being targeted for my weight and size, not by you guys, but by Carl's Jr. Because when they started doing like brisket burgers where here's a fucking one half pound uh, burger patty plus with a bunch of brisket and stuff on top. And I'm like, like, this is a meal that they would only serve between the hours of last call and four in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is a, this is a uh, you're obviously drunk, eat some food type of food. Exactly. Yeah. You're not thick. You're not a fan of you. And yeah. you don't care about you. So, obviously, you're just feeding this addiction. I'm like, what kind of pictures are they, are like, if they gave a prize with it or, like, a toy... But instead, it's like, well, we've got a bullet yeah. uh, that we can give you. Or here's a picture of your ex-wife blowing a linebacker. Uh, and you're like, what the fuck is this for? You know, like, what did you, know, like, what did you get for this time? Oh, I got a fucking living will. Uh, yeah. that I could that's, that's the toy in that fucking, in, the, in that combo. Wow, look, I got a gun with a bullet. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Which kind of steps on Jackie Cation's uh, freaking joke where she had like, oh, you can go like on Postmates and order anything. And I always wanted to try like at three in the morning, like, can I get a bullet? Like, <laughs> Just a bullet. <laughs> which is way more scary than a box of ammo. Because like, <laughs> we know what this is for. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the things that I'm kind of glad that I came out here because I don't think I would necessarily, like I wasn't smoking for a week. Yeah. Because this whole thing with my uh, with Jenny and I happened like a week prior, but I'm like, yeah, there's there's definitely some more things to what was going on, like why I was doing this, and it's kind of like a lot of it. Part of me was like, well, this is what my dad did, but I'm like, my dad wouldn't tell me to do this. Yeah, he would be like, son, first of all, I wanted a cigarette because I knew I only had a year left. All right, yeah. second of all. You're a fucking idiot if you've got way more time. Like, if I if I knew that it was 15 years instead of one year, I wouldn't. He probably wouldn't have done it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, It would have been a different story, but. Not to mention, like, I mean, that's what happened to my grandmother. Mm. You know, like, my, my grandmother, she smoked for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's an old bartender. Yeah. You know? So, she smoked for years. She quit for, like, two towards mm. the end. 
And then once they basically told her, you like, you got like six months. Mm-hmm. She's like, fuck it. And they, she started buying Marlboro, Marlboro Red 100s mm. again. It would be funny if it was like parliaments and like, give me a pack of P-Funks. <laughs> no, she she liked her mob 100s. Yeah. She'd, she'd eat cherries and fucking spit out the pits and then rip, rip a marble. Afterwards, it was pretty funny. It Tell your mom I owe a half a pack of smokes yeah. from yesterday. Tell her thank you very much. You know <laughs> that, and she'd be sitting there in a muumu in the kitchen, just fucking ripping butts, and be like, "So how was your day?" And I'm like, "It was, it, it was fine, Nana." Oh, that's that's nice. That's yeah. super nice. <laughs> that's fucking sweet though, because like my grandmother didn't fucking speak English, right? And she yeah. was not the nicest person. Like oh, she mine, was. Yeah, well, mine she, wasn't either. But yeah, good. Well, no, the weird thing was, I think with my grandma, like she got. Uh, fucking hit by a, like a buggy or something like that yeah and they broke she broke her leg as a child and they didn't fucking set it right so her leg was always kind of fucking weird right and yeah. she came from a family that kind of had some money and she was kind of spoiled in a certain res- uh, respect so like when she got when she got married and had to become a mom and stuff like that she was kind of like she started pushing a lot of motherly duties onto her kids uh, especially like my mom and like my aunt and the older ones you know and stuff and so like she wasn't the only time i ever see her really give my mom a hug is when my dad died yeah and when we got to the crematorium in, in uh, tijuana like all the family was there waiting for my mom yeah which was like a weird thing like i didn't know how fucking strong the family freaking bond was until i saw that and i'm like they fucking drove all night because as soon as they heard they're like fuck we gotta go and i'm like wow because we i was talking about this with uh my cousin jim and and crystal last night i'm like yeah there's weird things where it's like there's a like there's fucked up stuff that happened like we're human beings everybody's got fucked up stuff that happens in their family but there was like this baseline thing that goes like if my cousin Luis said like uh, like he was going through some serious shit Jim and I would hop in the car and drive all the way to Texas if we had to yeah you know what I mean but it's kind of like yeah it was weird for the most part like my my grandma was not an affectionate person whatsoever which is really weird because my mom is a very affectionate emotional person just a lot of that sometimes came out as anger. <laughs> We're talking shit. Yeah, exactly. We're talking shit. That's the way that she's like, hey, if she's fucking talking shit, that means that she likes you. Oh, no, no. Does she know that you can take a joke? And that's one of the things she was she really, really happy about. shitty haircut. I, I couldn't let it go. <laughs> exactly. That was so funny. Just yeah. hearing Bear laugh when he heard yeah, that. Yeah. He's like, eh. yeah. And I'm like, ah. Uh. And I, I, I walked. I, it was like stepping on a ring. Because <laughs> yeah. I really thought she was going like, to compliment me. I was like, yeah, thanks. Oh, yeah, 20 bucks. She's like, ah, you paid too much. It's, it's a terrible haircut. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Ah, I. I was more mad at the fact that I just walked right into that. Yeah. I just walked right into it. She was just like, here's a trap. Here's a box and stick on it. Yes, yeah, here it comes. <laughs> oh, dude, the last time we went over, where I brought my mom over to uh, my in-laws, uh, um, my uh, Jenny's sister and family, and they're really, really nice. Like, even their kids are very nice, but they're also very, like, middle America, you know, kind of sheltered. Yeah. But not to the point of being negligent or anything like that. It's not like they don't teach your kids or they need to work and all this other stuff. I mean, they do. But it's kind of like there's other things they were never exposed to. Uh, things like uh, old school racism, oh, uh, yes. which my mom was very happy, apparently, to inadvertently teach these kids about. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom just starts talking about, I forgot this one other guy that she used to know. And she starts just talking to him like, ah, you know, because you knew it wasn't worth a shit because he was such and such and all this other stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, mom. 
And it's not like she was drunk or anything and just started letting this spit out. But when she's doing this, like the kids are trying not to laugh and their eyes are like as big as freaking frying pans because they've never heard somebody being blatantly this honest about how they feel. Yeah. And at one point, the little boy, uh, who's like 16 or something like that, he jumps out of the chair and runs into the freaking uh garage to freaking start laughing because he doesn't is like i've never heard any like you can't say stuff like this and i'm like <laughs> you've never been around somebody who freaking feels this way to be like i don't give a shit whatever i'm yeah. like this is what i kind of yelled back i'm like this is what it was like before the internet oh yeah. <laughs> he was uh, like really and i'm like yeah like this is you'd be at a bar and you'd see this one guy is like ah you know i never really liked the fucking uh puerto ricans and, you yeah, know and you're yeah. like dude he, Come on. A, he calls him something like it's Puerto Ricans, but he doesn't say he doesn't say Puerto Ricans. Yeah, he says something super terrible. But. Or he doesn't say Portuguese. <laughs> he says something else. He doesn't say freaking African Americans. He says something else, and you're like, dude. Well, it's uh, there's a that movie that Louis C.K. made just recently with Joe List. That oh, I haven't fought, seen that, but I've July. heard about it. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it yet either. I want to see it because it kind of reminds me of my family in a weird way. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> but there's all oh, they drop. The, the fag word a lot. Like fag. Yeah. Because that's just, that up there, that's what we just do. We just yeah. say that word all the time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, uh, you know, if you can't open a pickle jar, then you just fucking faggoty-ass pickle jar. What the fuck? You know? Yes. Yeah. You know. So this gay guy walk, comes walk, like, comes walk, I can't remember who the fuck it was, but comes walking up to Louis C.K. Because he's thinking, like, this guy's going to complain about it. He's yeah. Like, He's like, your liberal word of the used faggot. Ah, let me just tell you, it's, uh, he pauses and Louis is like, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, he, and, and, and the guy goes, it's, uh, it's, uh, just, it's so refreshing. <laughs> it's so refreshing. I'm so glad you guys are just saying it. I mean, I miss the good old days when you could just say, and this is a gay dude saying this. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, yeah, I mean, cause I, I mean, it's just, it, when, when, when it's not said with hate in your heart, it's a different thing. Yeah. But then there's like, there's, there's a big difference between, you go to somewhere in the Midwest and stuff, and you're and some guy's telling his son, you know, don't be, and he's using this word, and so the son just knows it's something really, really fucking bad. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. not to be it, you know what I mean? Even like, let's say if his son was gay, yeah, and now he's like, I don't want to be this thing that my father hates. So like, there's a lot of freaking shit. Like, I understand the reason why some people get really upset by that, but like, man, when it's used with people who don't have hate in their heart and they're just trying to be funny it's a different fucking story oh, like yeah. a gay guy using the word yeah you know what i mean and but it's, no, i mean that's just how we just it's 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 weird because like i saw a map one time where it divided the country into fours you know mm-hmm. north, like the north northwest southwest mm-hmm. southeast northeast and it was basically like you know, that it was five parts it was also the mm-hmm. midwest right midwest is basically like 
they are nice, but they act like assholes. You know, yeah. like this, like around here, I, I guess in the Southwest, is people are mean, they act mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where the Northeast, it was like people are kind, but they act like dickheads. Yeah. Like they'll help you like change a tire in your car, but they'll talk shit to you while they do it. Well, you don't know how to change your own fucking tire? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that kind of JJ Jones had that one bit where it's kind of like you ask for directions or it is kind of like, yeah, take a left here. It's like, wait, what do you mean? Is like, Wait, do you not know what left means or you can't read? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one is it? You yeah. know, and you're like, no, I just, I didn't understand. Like, you don't understand English or you're just a fucking moron. You know, like, <laughs> like, oh, God damn it. You know, uh, one time in Boston, I got lost with my cousin. We were working together at a movie company, right? We're in, mm-hmm. we're in Boston proper. Can't find where the fuck we're going. I pull up next to this guy and I go, hey, man, uh, where, how do I get the Sturrow Drive? Which is like the main route through through Boston to get you. Yeah. Fucking, if you get the Sturrow, you're good. Yeah. So I go, hey, man, how do you how do I get the Sturrow Drive from here? This is before internet, before all that stuff. Yeah. The guy looks at me, he goes, ah, I don't speak English. He said it in, he said, <laughs> he said it in English, which killed me. And then he just walked away like, fuck you, get out of here. I'm not giving you directions. Yeah. yeah or, you fucking you lost asshole. Get fucking- <laughs> ain't got time for that. Jesus. Yeah. What was it that Jeff Foxworthy had that bit where he was like, oh, well, okay, you go down about a quarter mile that way, yeah. right? You take a left, and then ask somebody there. They would know. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just get out of here. Like, uh, well, I, I miss those days, man, before the internet when you could, like, when you you got lost and you could walk into some store. Yeah. You'd be like, yo, how do I get to here? And, and there's always some random dude who's too proud. Yeah. He's like, oh, I forgot. I know exactly how to get there. <laughs> yeah. Let me just tell you. You'll fucking da 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 like, I mean, there's a story I had years ago when I was working for the moving company and we're in Long Island and we're fucking lost. Yeah. Like getting to this point was a fucking, was a, um, was crazy because the lady who gave us directions assumed we were going to use the ferry. Oh. And we we're in a giant 26 foot box truck. Yeah. Like we probably could have used the ferry. But it would have cost us like fucking 300 fucking dollars. Yeah. So we're like, no, we're not doing that. So that, but that's the direction she gave us. Mm. Again, before the internet, before like MapQuest is just now a thing, right? And now we're lost. We're in. We're finally. We're in Long Island. We, that was a, that took forever. But we're there. But now we can't find exactly where we have to go. Right. So we're driving around trying to find places to see a fire station. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah. They know. They have to know where the fuck. Yeah, they have is. to tell me. Well, <laughs> no, I don't get that. But also, they gotta know where the fuck. Is it, do you, yeah. where, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I have all my Red Sox shit on, which, oh. was, a mis- which was a mistake. <laughs> and, uh, that's like going into crypt territory with all red on. Pretty much, like- yeah, pretty much. And the guy sees me and he's got, got all these fucking tattoos on him. He's a fireman, but he's got, yeah. you know, all these nine eleven tattoos on him and stuff. Yeah. And he's got like, Yankee shit. Jerry, oh yeah. A couple, yeah. yeah. A couple of the Yankee symbols on his arms and stuff from tattoos and stuff. Yeah. But it's like one of those like collages, you know what I'm right. saying? Where it's like his whole arm is just a collage of stuff. The first thing he says, he looks at me and goes, oh, looks like you're fucking lost. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, I am. I just, I knew I was going to get fucked with it. That's yeah. just, when you resign yourself to realizing you're going to be the butt of the joke because yeah. you're an intermediary, you just, just fucking roll with it. And I was like, yo, man, I'm trying to get to Venetian Boulevard. I'm going to, like, this number. And he's like, oh, that's fucking easy. And he was, like, so, so psyched to give me these directions. Yeah. But he's like, oh, you go down this fucking road right here. And then when it looks like it's over, it ain't over. Just fucking drive another fucking two, three fucking blocks. Bang. Bang it right. Then you go down this fucking road. It looks like Main Street fucking USA. That's what it looks like. This whole part of town looks like Main Street motherfucking USA. And then in the middle of the fucking road is a goddamn cannon. It's fucking, it's a Civil War kaboom cannon. Fucking blow your legs off type of shit. You should see that fucking thing. You bang it left. 
You go the mile, the mile, a mile or two. You'll see a, a, a fucking, you'll see McDonald's. It's a shitty McDonald's. You know it's a shitty McDonald's when you see it. <laughs> Once you see that McDonald's, bang it right. Go about two more streets, take a left, you'll see Venetian, bam, you're there. Right. And the guy was right because we passed one McDonald's. And we're, right, like, I don't want to stop there. I don't care how good that big guy is. I wasn't driving because when I, I I was a passenger, so when I got back from the fire mm. station with all this info mm-hmm. about the fucking cannons and shit, yeah. the guy, Jared, who was driving, was like, so how do we get there? I'm like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll tell you where to go. Just right. go. Right. And we did. And the funny part was, like, as we're driving, they were driving, we passed the McDonald's. Yeah. But it was a nice McDonald's. And he's mm. like, you said McDonald's. I'm like, I'm like, not that one. And we drove we, we drove even further, and we saw one of the old school ones that oh. has the tile roofing. Yeah. It looks, looks kind of like a Pizza Hut. It's that old. Right. It has, it has that roof style look to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's the one. That has to be the one. Yeah. And we, do, and we did it, and we got there and stuff. Like, and then I, I told it like in joke form on stage, and it never really worked because it's kind of a long setup for not a great punchline. But in the joke, I say, we finally get to the house, and it burned down. Yeah. Because it was a cop, you know, I mean, right. a fireman. That was kind of like the That would joke. be funny if a fireman asked if we're going to ask for directions. Hey, do you know how to get to 122 of uh, Venetian? Yeah, you go down three blocks, take a left, a right, and look for the house. It's on fucking fire, you yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> and then you're there. <laughs> and you're like, dude, well, there was a house that was on fire, but it wasn't the right house. But, I mean, we, we fucking stopped the house from burning, but the other one was, I was totally yeah. fucked. It was really funny if you were like, hey, man, I need directions, so please don't tell me back from where, uh, back the way that I came. Yeah, yeah, he cocks a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Back the way it came. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, there was another thing about, like, sports rivalries and stuff. There's, like, these guys are very angry at each other. Yep. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's a weird camaraderie. That, you know, like, we both love this game so much, but at the same time, it's kind of like, fuck your team, you know? And it's just like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm only saying that because I love the game so much, and it makes the game so much more interesting. But oh, I don't yeah. really hate you, but at the same time, I'm going to say some hateful shit towards you, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, obviously. Like, when I went to go see them play an opening day in 05, mm-hmm. the Red Sox and Yankees. I yeah. saw that at Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. All Red Sox shit. It snowed. That's just how bad it was. It yeah. fucking snowed. Jesus. We lost like eighteen, like eight to one or some shit. It was Oof. bad. We got our ass beat. Damn. But they were mad because the season before we fucking, we beat them and went to the World Series and won for the first time in like 86 years. So we took away their, their trump card. Yeah. Not to bring politics into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, but, like, but the curse of the Bambino was over after yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. So like. They couldn't go nineteen eighteen anymore. Yeah, that shit's gone now. Yeah. And they tried to like say twenty ninety because eighty six years from two thousand four yeah. was twenty ninety, and like, that's the next time you're gonna, you know, fucking win a World Series. They were selling Boston hats where the B was backwards, and I'm like, here's the thing: it's like you can tell when somebody doesn't know how to hate. Yeah, been a winner for so long, and, right. they, and then then they lose and they snap mm. and try to act like they're the haters now. Yeah, and they're bad at it. There's so there, there's no there's no like creativity there. They're just angry. Yeah, we're like when it was us and we were losing all the fucking time. We were creative about it. Yeah, we would sell T-shirts and say Yankees suck. We'd say like, sell T-shirts and say Derek Jeter drinks wine coolers, <laughs> shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we just we would be really really like uniquely like kind of like. Like, we would bring our creativity into the hate. Yeah, exactly. We're like, when I went there uh, that year, it was like, dude, it was like, you guys just flat out hate. You guys are you're just mad. You're this just, isn't funny anymore. You yeah. guys are just being angry. We're like, man, this is like, you know. Yeah, you're fucking real angry. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you know what the thing is is weird because like uh, I I, w- I was never a big baseball fan, but I discovered when I moved to New York City back in the nineties that if you're not a baseball fan, or you better put on a fucking Yankee hat. Yeah. During Yankee season, because if somebody have you know, that was a first. Like I came from a small town. You guys know this. I didn't know there. Like in California, like the only people who are really for the Dodgers are people who fucking live in L.A. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they lived there for quite some time and then they moved away, but they're still like Dodger fans and stuff. I never seen sport fans like Yankee fans until I moved to New York, right? And it's weird because I'm like, dude, if the Yankees blow a game that they should have won, the entire city is pissed off. Oh, yeah. And they, they let it be known. Oh, yeah. You know, like, hey, how you doing this morning? Like, I'm fucking disgusted. Fucking disgusted. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. And I know exactly what they mean. I'm like, fucking shame right and they're like yeah you know fucking god damn it like how much money do you got to spend to fucking win a game you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like yeah. i'm just curious and stuff because it's like i'm thinking i'm like how much money did this guy fucking get paid and he fucking strikes out and i'm like well you know like yeah it's just weird like i can understand when it comes to like hitting but it's like fielding if somebody fucks up and like drops a ball or fucking let something go you know heaven forbid they throw to the wrong plate or to the wrong base. Yeah. You know, and then like, oh, God damn it. It's or if the they f- like airmail it, throw it in the stands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a scam. The whole thing's a scam, right? Yeah. I guarantee you, because they fucking know I had money on that game. Uh, and, yeah, it's. And it's just like the guy who's a fucking degenerate gambler who's betting on the Yankees and stuff, because it's normally like, yeah, you should be able to win it. Like, they're not going to win every game, you idiot. No, like, it's, yeah, it's baseball, man. That's you, not how baseball works. <laughs> Gravity has something to do with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, it was strange. Like I, I don't have my Yankee hats anymore, but I used to have. Oh God! Like at least one, just because I'm like, oh shit. Let me oh, you got to yeah, because you got to blend in. Yeah, you got to blend in because they're not going to walk out there. They're just going to assume that you know. I don't know. I think I I lost in the move to Arizona, but that one year when it was Diamondbacks versus Yankees, I felt so conflicted. <laughs> because I'm like, yeah. no matter what, I win and lose. Whoever wins. Yeah. But I couldn't. I actually stopped paying attention to baseball after that series because, like, I couldn't have asked for a better World Series. That was a great World Series. It was fucking great. It wasn't a blowout. It was this, like, it just everything about even like just them giving you know, New Yorkers just giving shit about Young Young Kim. Yeah, okay. and I'm like, dude, how much you pay for that fucking overrated softball pitcher? I'm just curious. <laughs> and you're like, God damn it. Because he was the fucker closer, and he just kept blowing close after close. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, well, yeah, he blew two big games. It was I remember watching that being like, you fucking shitting me. <laughs> and then, like, game seven, fucking in comes Mariano Rivera. And I've seen this, because as a Red Sox fan, you see this guy come in so many times. Mm-hmm. And we get him sometimes. We do get to him mm-hmm. sometimes. But yet, it's that he's this weird feeling of inevitability. Mm. Like, the moment you see him walking out, you're like, oh, well, this is fucking over. <laughs> Like, you just know. You're like, fucking damn it. Like, here he comes. And he throws one pitch. That's all. His entire career, he threw one pitch. Yeah. He threw a cutter. And nobody could hit it. Yeah. Nobody could hit it. It wasn't like he threw a... Uh, a curveball too, or like a fastball. Or he there was just, no changeup. Like, what's a changeup? No, it was all <laughs> the same thing over and over and over again, and nobody could hit him. Mm. So when I saw him come walking out, of this is my like one of my biggest regrets as, as a baseball fan, mm. not seeing it. I see him walk out of the bullpen, and I'm like, I ain't watching these motherfuckers celebrate shit. <laughs> so I turn the fucking TV off. <laughs> I gotta watch this. Fuck that. Then I wake up the next morning, I see fucking. <laughs> fucking Luis Gonzalez fucking jumping around. I'm like, what happened? 
They fucking won? How the fuck did they win? Yeah. And I was like, I wish you would have watched this now. Fuck. <laughs> but at the same time, I was... If, I, if, they, if it would have been what I thought it was going to be, I would have been like, fuck this. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing is that I wish I could explain this to all my uh, quote-unquote air quotes intellectuals, that there was something so fucking invigorating about being on the edge of your seat watching the end of a game that you don't know the outcome of and everybody's on pins and needles and stuff like there's a different kind of drama yep that goes along with that and it's it's for a while because i'm like dude i don't get into sports what are you talking about like that's for dumb people yeah no it's not for dumb people it's just for people yeah you know no granted there's a lot of dumb people really vocal about how fucking awesome their team is and they will tell you every stat but you're like hey wh- where's your kids i don't know but you know what fucking gita hit for a fucking point they're like is he you know like yeah. you will they'll tell you every stat about it but they adding like when's your kid's birthday i don't know but like october or something i don't remember i don't know he's he's fucking drunk somewhere it doesn't matter you know i mean he's in a ditch i don't give a shit my daughter's getting banged by i don't know who but i can tell you the stats, you know, and everything, and it's, but I don't know. That's just what they're into. They're just geeked about it. Like my cousin said something about this many years ago. Is like there's there's sports geeks. Yeah. There's sci-fi geeks. Oh, absolutely. There's military geeks, history geeks, and there's just a sports geek. And once you know that, it's just it's another type of geek that's really really into something because they don't want to pay attention to the rest of their life. And that exists everywhere, by the way. Like, I'll tell you everything about Battlestar Galactica while I'm on heroin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> as I'm shooting up and I got a needle hanging out of my arm, I'm like, let me tell you about Adama, right? His score was for, you know. But. Yeah. No, but I mean, I, I, I got a friend of mine who's a big basketball nerd. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I mean, I'm, I kind of like basketball. And I'm not deep into it. Yeah. Like, I know who people are and stuff, but I don't know, like, the intricate ins and outs of it. And he'll talk to me about it. And I'm like... Okay. Yeah. And but then but on the other hand, like baseball, I'm a big nerd about. So like, I'll talk to him about baseball. He just stares at you while like, you see his eyes glaze over. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, but like he'll like he'll just be like, yeah, they should have done this. And I'm like, yeah, well, if you do this and this and that, and, you know, I'm more of like I like I try to see like what the scenario could have been versus yeah. you know because everyone blames people. Like in baseball, it's a, it's real easy to blame someone for fucking up, even though it's a team game. Yeah. Baseball is an odd odd sport. It's a team game and it's a very team oriented game. It really yeah. is. But it's also a series of one-on-ones. Yeah. It really is. Like, you're on your own, mm-hmm. but you're also on a team. Right. Every time, like, you're up to bat, the team can't help you. Yeah. Like, you're on, you got to do it yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, but, but you also need the help of other people, you know right. what I'm saying? It's, but it's, it is also, a, to, get it, to get, to initiate what you want to do, it's a very individual sport. Mm-hmm. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's why I kind of like it. Because it's, it's, it's what, that's why I've always liked it. Because you need people to help you. But at the same time, you need to do your thing too. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do your thing, then it fucks up everything else. And it's a great place to fucking drink beer and hot dogs without feeling ashamed about it. Oh, yeah. Nothing like fucking drinking two quick beers because it's... <laughs> 87 degrees with 100% humidity in fucking Fenway. <laughs> and you drink a beer and it's gone in two seconds. You're like, oh, this is going to not go well. <laughs> That's happened to me at least two or three times. Rather like sit in, I just sit in Boston for like three hours one time because I was drunk and I'm like, I, I can't drive home. Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do? You know, so I'd like, like wait it out and then be like, okay. 
I can go home now. The game ended at, at, at 10, and it's 2 in the morning. I'm driving home finally. <laughs> Damn. Uh, how did you like to go? You went to some of the games of the Oh, the Arizona, Bob, right? it's nice. I, 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 it's, uh, they don't call it the Bob anymore, though, right? Yeah, it's like Chase Field. Yeah, it used yeah. to be Bank One was the initial sponsor of that uh, yeah. of uh, the thing, so it was a Bank One ballpark, so they just called it the Bob. Yeah. But then, then like, they just sold it. They're like, what the fuck are we going to call it now? The cause? Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> well, it, it does. It's, the Chez. Yeah, I, I, I do like the placement of the place because it's right in the middle of the city. So when you're driving around, like, the city, and yeah. you'll see, like, downtown from a distance, yeah. that shit sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, you can mm. see that stadium from anywhere. Right. And I've been to games where they've opened the roof up and then closed it. Yeah, I've never been in a in a in a situation where I've watched a baseball game indoors. Mm. Fucking weird, right? So the acoustics is strange. There wasn't a lot of people there, so you heard everything. Wow, it was nuts. It was very because it was hot as fuck. That's why they you also hear it. the players could hear all the shit talking. And oh like, yeah, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it was great. But then, like, you know, I've, I've been to, like, two games there. It's fun. I've been to, like, two, actually, two or three games. I lived here for 15 years. I never once went there. Oh, I I, 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 I hate the Rockies, but I've been to, I would go to at least two or three games a year. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, even though I don't like them, I still go. <laughs> even if they're playing teams I don't give a fuck about. Like, oh, they're playing the Padres or the Pirates? Okay, I'll, I'll go. They're cheap. Right. I'll hang out, watch some baseball. It's one of those things I kind of regret. There's a lot of things that I just like, hey, here's a group event where people can get together. I'm like, do I have to buy a ticket? Yeah, I'm not going. (laughs) I'm such a cheap freaking bastard about that. It's kind of like, when's the last time you would ever pay to go see a comedy show? Like, it'd have to be somebody really, really special, oh, like yeah, Louis yeah, C.K. Yeah. or Chappelle or something I'd like that. I'd find a way to get him for free. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, I know the guy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, well, dude, it's freaking Chappelle. You don't think you could afford 35 bucks for that? I'm like, it's the principle. I'm not going to, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm a comic. I should be able to get in. But, you know, there's always a bunch of, there'll be a line of other guys like, dude, I started comedy last week. I'm a comic. I should get in. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even know what's funny yet. Like, get out of here. No, I got into uh, some shows because of that reason. Also working at one of the main, at the time, one of the main um, advertisers and stuff for us, mm. the sex pot people. Yeah. Um, I worked for them, and so I got into all kinds of shit for free. Yeah. So that was fun. But, I can't believe that whole thing is gone now, right? Well, the sexy pizza's still there, but I don't oh, even yeah. know. Oh, yeah, but they've... They, sex pot comedy and stuff, I don't think that's... Forget, they, they never... I mean, it's kind of like once Sam Talent moved out of the city, there's really no I reason. Think it might be in Telluride now. Oh, okay. Because that's where they're all at now. Oh, okay. Because his one of his main guys is the guy who set up all of that Telluride stuff. Oh, Wally, really? Wally, yeah. Oh. Wally was the guy who saw this vision like three or four years ago. Because hmm. when we first started doing the... Um, you people podcast, right? We were right. doing it at the Sex Pot Studios. Mm-hmm. One, the, the ones of a Broadway in the first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, That's right next to um, freaking uh, Mutiny. Mutiny. Yeah. yeah, and we were talking to Wally because Wally's the guy who Wally's our Wally was our go between as far as mm-hmm. like, can we have this weekend? You know, what I'm saying like our schedule yeah. guy for uh, uh, fucking studio availability. So um, he told us about it, kind of. He didn't really spill the beans, but like. He goes, I, he, he told this guy, he said, guys, I'm not going to be around very much longer. Right. Because I'm going to be moving on to another project, and it's a project that I've been working on. At this time, he said, for at least two or three years. Yeah. And this was four years ago. He goes, it's a big project where I'm going to actually, we're, we're going to go to a town and basically, like, make it our own. Yeah. He didn't say where or nothing, but he just said that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, all right. I didn't realize, like, sex problems. And then all of a sudden, I see, like, all these people moving to Telluride. I'm like, what the fuck's going on in there? And then, like, he's, like, lobbying to, like, get them to, like, 
put in a train station there or some shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they're just he's trying to make it basically like what they thought Denver was in the early 2010s. Right. He wants that to be what Telluride is now. Because hmm. when I first moved to Denver, it was fucking rad. Yeah. But then it all went to shit in about three or four years because of Me Too and crazy ass fucking feminist fucking comics that were wanted to like run the town, but they sucked the comedy. Yeah, that was I was talking to Tim about that. Well, you know what the thing is is like with that. By the way, whatever comedy scene that you're in, if there's somebody that's fucking it up or making things difficult, give it about six months to a year, and they'll be gone. And they'll be gone. They all like no matter. It's one of those things. Like the more you actually fight them and argue with that stuff, the more they're gonna dig their heels in. But if you just let them do comedy and they find out they're not funny, they will give up on their own. Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot of people, even the, there was people who actually were funny, maybe not necessarily the same political ideology, but the thing is, is that not everybody could last doing comedy. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of folks like, yeah, they'll start out really strong, but I'm like, you know, let's wait and see how long you've been doing it. Like, the only people yeah. that I really take seriously the folks have been doing it for more than five or six years. Yeah. You know, not that I completely dismiss everybody who's younger than that, but it's just kind of like, well, let's see how things go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, keep doing it. Have fun. It's like, you know, but if you see some folks who are just like, yeah, this isn't fun. I don't like it. Or yeah. Yeah. they kind of asshole themselves out of the bit, uh, out of the scene because they keep burning bridges and they keep arguing. Like, think of your normal day job, even if it's at McDonald's or like at a Circle K. If you keep arguing with people, no matter what, on a daily basis or online on a daily basis, eventually you're not going to have that job anymore. And it brings a weird energy into the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people and, don't like it after a while. You know, I'm not saying that there wasn't things to freaking work on in that scene, but it's kind of like when I when it like you started seeing like when they're talking about there needs to be more women on the show, but the thing is they're only booked the same three gals yeah. who really weren't that funny in the first place, and there was plenty of other funny women out there in the scene. Yeah. Then it's kind of like, well, now I know what this is really about. This isn't about fucking equality or anything no, like that. This is about you trying to get a spot. You're doing some fucking amateur actor shit. Yeah. And they're also trying to get rid of anybody who's going to be like in their way. Yeah. To basically like grease the slide to what they think is success. Right. The thing is, I'm like, that doesn't real work because the real, it's kind of like, um, like, okay, let's bring it back to baseball, right? Yeah. Like you're trying to get everybody on the lineup out of the way. So that way you could be up. I mean, at some point you got to go up to bat and you got to fucking hit, either get a base run or a home, you got to hit the ball. Yeah. And that's the same thing with comedy. It's kind of like you can get as many people out of the way if I can get whatever lineup you want. But at some point you all have to fucking hit the ball when it comes across the plate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like either you could do either you get you worked at that so you could do it well or you didn't and you strike out. And what are you going to do? Well, fucking the ball was sexist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually, oh, it was the stadium or it yeah. was this. And the moment you try to do that in front of the crowd, they're going to be like, boo. Yeah. You're making excuses. We freaking thought we gave you a shot and you're just fucking it up. So that's what I noticed. Like even, um, I, I never even want to mention their names on there because I don't want to give them any type of freaking, uh, any type of publicity but there was another gal that came at a couple of years after and i knew that she was going to be somewhat of an issue she's going to start bitching about something but just because of the way that she was talking about interact yeah and um i would say yeah within six months never heard it from her never saw her on any shows and stuff and i'm like all right she's gone she's out no need to yeah to worry about that person i'll tell you who it is after we stop recording. Yeah. but like it's it's um but I was, it's, I saw this here too when I came, went to one of the open mics when I came out here and visited. Mm -hmm. 
There was this girl, she took a stripper, right? She goes up there and she's telling jokes, or she's trying to tell jokes. She mm-hmm. wasn't very funny. Yeah. But all the guys there were like, swoop. And then she yeah. had like this one dude with her who, I don't know what the fuck he was. Might have been a boyfriend, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But she said, and this stuck with me for some reason. She goes, the level of misogyny in this scene is insane. I think misogyny is terrible. And I'm like, wait, you're a stripper though? Yeah. In my head, like you're a stripper? Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't for misogyny, you wouldn't have that job. You'd be going, would you like fries with that? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you know what I'm saying. Like if it wasn't for misogyny, you wouldn't even, you would have a shitty job. Right. I'm not saying like misogyny is good, but I'm just saying like at least acknowledge what, you know what I'm saying? What makes you. Right. What it's like people who are against oil, but work in the, fa- like the fabric industry. Yeah. Oil is used to like make shit like synthetic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. It's like an REI was like, we're against oil. It's like, dude, half your shit's made of oil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like, like what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing here? I'm not saying that you don't, like, whatever, you don't have a point, but it's like, if somebody was, if a girl was going to make that joke, I'm like, you need to expand on that. You need to write more on that because yeah. you can't just say, like, hey, here's what I believe. It's kind of like, yeah, but I also do this. Now, it's like, if you start, if she started complaining, like, uh, misogyny is a problem like there's not enough of it i used to make way more money yeah yeah you know because of this but now that all these guys are trying to learn how to respect women i don't see nearly as many dudes inside of the club and you know the guys that do show up ain't nearly as freaking stacked yeah you know what i mean like that could have she could have turned that into a really really good oh bit, yeah but, but she's not funny so she didn't yeah exactly <laughs> and then there's a bunch of freaking dudes out there be like no i think that what you're saying is really great you know and i'm like uh, yeah yeah yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's I think it's a product of me getting older. Yeah, there's, there's that, that too. Well, no, as far as like I don't I'm not going to be a white knight for anybody. And when I see it, I go, "Ugh, really? Yeah. <laughs> You're a fucking simp, man? Fuck." Like I I'm not saying I've never been a simp. That's yeah. not true. We all have, by the We've way. We've all had our moments. I've mm-hmm. had a few more than than I'll put it to you this way, the uh, more than the surgeon general allows. Yeah. As <laughs> the amount of times I've simped out. But like as I'm getting older, I'm like Eh, like no fuck you like i'm not and i got a sister that i talked to on a regular basis i remember she was having issues at her job mm. i don't know why i asked her this but she's like she was doing two jobs basically at the same time like she yeah. was going into another job but before she did that she had to fucking like do her current job same company but she was oh, getting, jesus yeah well she would but it, it, it was one of those she was getting a promotion and she was doing some things with the promotion yeah but yet the, the job that she was about to leave in the company mm. to go up to the next level in the same company, she had, I had to also do that too. Mm. And I was like, and she's like, oh, I'm not getting paid either. And because, and I, because of where, who I've hung around with in the past like 10 years, I go, is it because you're a woman? And I meant that as a serious question. Yeah. And she looks at me, she goes, no. Like if I want more money, I'll just ask for it. Yeah. Well, dude, there yeah. was actually, I had, Jenny had an issue with the place that she was working with. Yeah. Because she actually saw the salaries of what everybody was making. Oh, boy. And uh, there was guys who didn't do nearly as much as she did. They were getting paid more than her. And it was kind of like, I mean, because I'm like, well, maybe they're just better at negotiating salaries because, you know, and it sucks, but it's true. But I go, you can ask him for, you know, for more money or something like this. And I'm like, don't say this is the first thing because their wall is going to go up. But after they've uh, said, well, we'll see how this thinks. And I'm like, yeah, but... Ask this question to HR. Is it because I'm a woman? Yeah. Who the HR person was a woman as well. And she's like, fuck, why? Because when the moment you ask that question, they have to take things seriously in a completely different direction. Because I know how HR works. They have to go through this thing to cover their asses to make sure that it's not because 
at such and such. And she, yeah, long story short, she ended up getting a pretty good size raise. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not because she pulled out, but it was because this place is, and this was a mistake on, um, either the GMs or it could have been the HR department's part. But the whole thing was, it was like, we don't want to pay out any more than we absolutely have to. Yeah. And then once they will, once they realized that they had to, because like, it's not right. You're asking this person to do way more work, has way more responsibility, but they don't get paid. Like you're not paying them fairly. Like you're doing something wrong here. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're trying to steal from somebody basically. And, uh, either way they corrected it. It was fine. And they're like, yeah, to be, you know, and they, um, Gosh, what was it? They were pissed because at the time her immediate boss plus the GM were pissed that she went to HR. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, let them fucking say this stuff all whatever they want. But the whole idea was is like, if you had listened to me or you were treating me fairly the first time, I wouldn't have to go to HR. Yeah. You know uh, what yeah. I mean? That's the thing with business. Sometimes people take it personal for some weird reason. Mm. Well, it's because they personally made a bad decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I get that. But yeah. I'm just, I've kind of been able to take the person, like the, the be taking shit personal out of it. Yeah. But at the same time, when someone's fucking me, I'm like, all right, well, fucking bye. Like, yeah. I, I'm not like fucking, it's not like I have to be here forever. You know right. what I mean? It's like, if you want to fuck with me like this, then I don't have to be here. Yeah. That was one of the things that was kind of interesting about the last job I had. Like, I probably definitely would have lost that job by now. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, because I didn't like the person that, like, when they fired my immediate boss and the person they had to replace him, I'm like, this girl's smart. She's smarter than I am, but she can't do this job like I can. Yeah. She's not a leader, and I knew that. And then they ended up firing her, like, you know, months later because, you know, she was supposed to be doing all these things for this place, this expansion they were doing, and none of that shit was happening. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't take that long to make a decision. Yeah. And they you know, like she didn't have a menu. There was a bunch of other stuff that there was a lot of things that between the sales department, what they wanted and what the GM and what the owner wanted, they wanted so much stuff. And I'm like, you still don't have a catering menu yet. And that's going to be 30% of what your business is. But they wanted to think about all the appetizers and tapas and all the freaking wine and everything they were going to sell. I'm like, you're not going to do it fucking first things first and you know by the time they realize they're like wait a second this person we brought in hasn't he doesn't even have a catering menu yet yeah and we're struggling we could have made way more money during the season with all the caterers yet you know this is about 30 percent of our income i'm like yeah i know that like i was so fucking pissed i'm like maybe because i've been in this business for over 25 fucking years and i might know something about it but you know that was also that was my fault because I didn't want any responsibility for the longest time. And I'm like, I'll just be a cook. And I'm seeing them make all these mistakes. And I'm like, uh, and uh, yeah, long story short for the listener, I was going to ask for a big promotion. And uh, the the two days before I had that meeting, I had to go to the hospital because of all the shit. And so it's weird. Like you, the life was like, you're not doing this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give yeah. me a stupid. You're not fucking being an AGM. You're going to be horrible. You're going to be freaking miserable. And you're going to make everybody else's lives miserable if you do this. You know, that's it. No, that's you're gonna have an affair with a turnip. You're you're just gonna do a bunch of stupid shit and you'll lose everything if you do that. So, here's you know, I'll do something slightly better for you. (laughs) Let me give you a broken neck and cancer. (laughs) That's the only way that's gonna stop you from being a fucking restaurant manager. It's like it's like that that meme with the guys from uh, uh, the pawn show, the pawn, yeah, that one. Where it's like, uh, AGM, the best I can do is cancer and broken neck. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, man, this has been an hour. It's been fucking great. Yeah. It's been awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, we got a freaking mic to get to. Yep. So we're going to get going here, guys. Um, I don't really have anything to freaking push. Uh, no shows coming up. But you know what? I appreciate you guys listening to the show. Everybody in India who's been listening to the show. Yeah. Like, I had a lot of good result, uh, good stats from last week from the Disjointed podcast with uh, the one I had, Melanie Anton, the former porn star. Yeah. So, guys, listen to that. But I'm like, mostly America coming in at number two, India. India. Solid. Hell so, yeah. thank you very much, guys. And uh, thanks for creating Tikka Masala. That's an amazing dish. <laughs> and, and don't eat cows. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> Signing off for Mansplaining. I'm Dave. Jake. Y'all have a great week. Bye bye.